0: In the darkness of the night, temperatures drop as your fear rises. The sounds of the unknown only grow louder and
1: closer, and you feel your demise is at hand. You stop
0: and turn, and see the harmless dancing shadows in your wake. You let out a shaky breath, almost a laugh. It must have been your imagination. Suddenly you feel a cold wind whip around you. And the shadows whisper Phantasmagoria. Hey, everybody, welcome to Mitochondria, the powerhouse of the cell. This is Houston
1: and Kevin.
0: We have a problem. Uh, Sam, our very tall, our BFG, has ran away. He's he's ran away to steal young children's dreams. Uh, just like in the story. Uh, (laughs) Sam is. He's
1: taken up some some job, like freaking people get those these days
0: you know he actually to be fair i i, I just kind of said that talking off the top of my head he actually kind of is doing that he's being a counselor for like 12 like groups of 12 and 13 year olds right now <laughs> it's stealing their dreams stealing
1: <laughs> you know kids you may end up in my shoes one day
0: podcasting for a living with two the like oh. idiots <laughs> <laughs> so
1: sam's absent he's uh the job goes for the whole week, nonstop, but it's just like certain weeks over the summer, so and we're honestly, just gonna yeah, have and to we, make do. Yeah, and
0: we 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 have time. This was we had one little slip up. It kind of came up last second. He does have a period of like a month <laughs> coming up where he he's not gonna be able to record. So next week we are gonna be just pumping out those episodes just for you, and we are. We are excited. Uh, um, it's gonna
1: be like Halloween and freaking June. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: I, Kevin, in the meantime, I have I saw one of the most bonkers things I've ever seen in my life today, and I, I would be lying if this wasn't the first time I'd seen it. But I just didn't like notice the first time. I I don't know if I was in like a weird mindset because it is just unacceptable. I work at a apartment complex, and I, I was walking into the office uh, to just get some work done. And in the hot tub is a man I've seen before, fully clothed, just chilling in the hot tub. Shoes, socks. My guy. <laughs> he's like six foot, kind of a bigger guy, just hanging out. And he's holding a ball. And I've noticed he's brought this ball every time. And so he's i haven't seen him for like six months but last summer last time he was here he was there he came every week fully clothed in the pool and hot tub i found out today that he's not a resident at our complex
1: you're lying
0: he is some guy <laughs> who gets his ball
1: wait wait you get what kind of ball are we talking it's about? like
0: it's like you know those like really bouncy balls like at walmart like in the netting it's like a sl- oh. slightly smaller one of those. What he does is he hangs on the hot tub just, like, stroking it. Or he'll get in the pool, sink to the bottom, like, holding it in his chest, and then release it. And it shoots out the top. And then he swims to the top, grabs it, and will do it for, like, an hour and a half. The heck? How old is this guy? I don't know. I have absolutely no idea, but I thought he was a resident and was just like, like, and I'm not one, I don't, this isn't, this isn't a judging. Like, I want to make that perfectly clear. I don't, like... Teach their own. If you want to do this, do this. But <laughs> if the fact that he wasn't a resident of our complex, like we have a pretty strict rule of like, like if you're bringing friends, you can. But we don't let just like groups of people like use it like a public pool. You know what I mean? So it's like well, As if one guy's every business would do exactly. It's it's not that big of a deal. But if one guy's doing it, we can turn a blind eye, and it's not that big of a deal. We've never stopped him <laughs> before. But the fact that <laughs> I does, was like.
1: Watching him freaking swim to the bottom and, li- <laughs> and release the ball to the surface. And you're like, you know what? Let- let's just leave that guy alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not than anybody out there.
0: <laughs> I'm serious, though, dude. Like, I I thought he was just a resident, so it was not that big of a deal to me. But when I found out, he, he no one knows where he comes from. He just shows up. <laughs> he appears in the pool like a specter and then plays this game. Okay.
1: Let me tell you. Let me counter that story with a story of my own.
0: Okay. Is it related or is this just like, okay, thanks for the story. 180. See ya. <laughs> well, okay. I'll In fact, we can even come back
1: to it. I just have to say this now because you already have I I want to tell this story to many people, but it's hard <laughs> this is to the best
0: platform to do it, I guess.
1: It it's it's hard to tell because it involves one of those balls that you're talking about. Oh. And I don't know how else to describe them, but you you've got the one in you've yeah, got the image.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So well then the You know what? Fair. This is <laughs> there is never a better time than right now to tell this story. Exactly, I okay. I completely so, agree.
1: So there I am in in my best friend's basement and it's like I mean, it's a it's a decent sized basement. But it's just one of those basements that's just like basically a giant room. Just a giant one room.
0: The best basements. Exactly.
1: And there lay one of those balls. And I've never seen it in there before. <clears throat> so, like any normal human being would, at least I assume, I first thing I do, just drop my backpack, run over, and give that baby a boot. I'm going to just kick this thing and hope that it hits all four walls. Because it's light and
0: it's just going to fly. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get you.
1: And so, to my much chagrin, (laughs) it's a bowling ball. (laughs) And I I straight up fracture my toe. I, I was... I think I was more, like, angry than I was in pain because my friend had a freaking
0: bowling ball Just sitting in the middle around. of his basement floor. I thought you were going to, because I've seen, though, I've made the mistake of picking up those, what I thought was those balls and then being filled with sand or weight for, like, or exercise. Yeah, like a medicine ball. Yeah. Because yeah. that's how you fill. I've hurt, I've, like, somewhat hurt myself, and I, I'm like, because that's, like, in my mind, I'm like, that's what would be in the basement. That was a medicine ball would be in the basement. And he probably pegged a medicine ball. That I was like, what is- are you bowling down here?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so instead of the ball hitting all four oh, walls, I just went forward onto my face. And hit
0: all four walls. <laughs> and I, in a rage. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's so good. it was a
1: bad time.
0: Hey, I've got, uh, I've got, can I just, can I just jump right in?
1: I mean, I think it's a little late for that terminology, but (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, you know,
0: seven minutes in, I think that's fair to say I can't just jump right in. I've I've been feeling (laughs) the water for about, we're
1: past the right, the right in (laughs)
0: seven and a half minutes time marker. (laughs) Uh, so this comes from Alex Hawthorne, uh, My junior high was always terrifying. I have many friend that's hated being alone in there. Many times, two kids would go to the bathroom at a time. There was just an overarching feeling of dread there, but especially in the auditorium. This last year, my senior year, I got into speech and debate team, which was taught by the drama teacher, an awesome lady who was super into the paranormal. Anyway, she tells us a story about the junior high that goes as follows. They were rehearsing a a program late at night in the auditorium. Most of the kids had left, and Mrs. P and some helpers were still there standing on the stage discussing things, etc. Mrs. P looked out into the seats and sees what she thinks is one of her students in a red hoodie. This thing doesn't appear immediately. Either three other people saw it, they walked down to catch the kid, and it's just gone. Then one of the chairs sits itself down. Folding chairs bolted together, you guys. No auditoriums. Well, they all freak out and leave, and apparently lots of people have seen it since, including one girl who caught it on camera in a selfie in the face of an auditorium, where there were zero kids at. I've seen the picture, and I'm trying to get it to post it here, and it's really freaking bad quality, but freaking nonetheless. And there was just no link. There was just no picture that he uploaded with, <laughs> with, with this post. Of course. But I, so, I have...
1: Like, he saw... Wait, They saw. she saw the the kid? That's what the, nobody... The, people
0: are consistently seeing this kid in the auditorium okay. area. A kid in a red hoodie. Okay. And I have... I'm, I'm telling you right now... I want to hear what you have to say. I want to hear your thoughts. I have the answer. Like, it's over. But I want to hear what you have to say.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, uh, let let me share them with you. First of all, this drama teacher, what a character. She teaches drama. She teaches speech and debate. And she's into the paranormal. Those are three pretty far subjects from from each other yeah and i did have i I think i don't know if that's safe to say but it just is to me if she's
0: the drama teacher and into the paranormal i mean if you're a fun teacher i i don't see a, a problem with creating like an urban legend type thing and maybe she hired a kid to do this that was a thought that crossed my mind actually for the first time while reading it just now um like i was
1: in I was in theater for a few years, and it seemed like my teachers were like almost the opposite because they were so freaking superstitious that it was like you can't mention anything of the paranormal or things are gonna be
0: bad. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people are that way a little bit.
1: Yeah, it's, it's like taboo and you know what? Maybe, it maybe that makes them into the paranormal. They just don't want to talk about it because they're so afraid of it.
0: Which is, I mean. We'll never learn if we don't... If we, there's not a conversation, then what's even the point? But How here, interesting. <laughs> here, Here is the true answer. And I know you know what I'm talking about when I say this. Every high school... I don't care where you're from. Every high school has one kid who always wears his hoodie, who when the bell rings is sprinting to the front of the lunch line.
1: Yeah, he's first place.
0: He's first place. You... Alex Hawthorne have found the fastest hoodie boy. You've you <laughs> The one who disappears into thin air at the sound of lunch. <laughs> he freaking but
1: but it's funny because it's like a red hoodie but it's like like they have red hoodies. Yeah. They
0: but really do. But they're like
1: faded and they have like flames and dice <laughs> on them.
0: Yeah. They really do. And it's like I, I like and here's the thing, I, because I don't want this to turn into like an any form of like a bullying thing at all. Because I've had conversations, with, I've I've had two hoodie kids in my life, and you all have them. Every single one of you is thinking of to a memory right now. So oh, don't yeah. be taking your high road. Oh yeah. <laughs> but I've I've had conversations with both of them. One of them was a way chill guy, and like just frankly like, to be left alone, which is like respect. I feel that like. Like, I feel like, and this is, like, public service announcement from Houston. I'm, like, kind of thinking this up right now. But there are people who are, like, more shy at school. And I think, I think it's pretty common that, like, a lot of people, out of the goodness of their hearts, feel like, let's get this kid involved. Let's let's, let's rally around him and I'll be his friend. And that can be awesome. But there, I think there are some people who just genuinely like to be left alone. Like, truly, like, they're just, they have their friends outside of school or even in school that you just don't know. And they are totally chilled, just being quiet and to themselves. Um,
1: yeah, uh, namely your boy, <laughs> Kevin, who switched high schools to the only high school in the freaking tri-state area that he knew no one.
0: I forgot you did that. (laughs) I always forget you did that.
1: (laughs) I freaking just did not want to deal with anyone at school. But see, uh, that's the thing is it's like the opposite of bullying because I commend said kids. I commend the hoodie kids to the point where if I could go back in time, I would probably be a hoodie kid because because <laughs> that would like, be the
0: best tactic. You would never have ever had to change schools.
1: Like I, yeah, I don't, I don't have to deal with any high schooler. Like it's funny how like you get out of high school and you're like, oh my gosh, I hated everyone in high school and I hate myself for going to high school. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, no, not going to high school, but being a high schooler. You're like Ugh, I'm right. such an idiot. So you don't have to deal with anyone in high school. And you're first in line for lunch.
0: Yeah, which is honestly like, I would like say,
1: everybody's like, gonna make fun of the kid that's first in line for lunch, but secretly all envying him <laughs> because <laughs> he who got, doesn't want he their got lunch first?
0: The hottest, the freshest teriyaki beef nuggets and mashed potatoes, <laughs> which was what? the best lunch. They what always, a delicacy. They, dude, I I remember that's one like those things, high school currency, dude. It really was. I remember the day, there was one day I remember in intermediate school where they had that. And I had the money for a vending machine granny B pink frosting cookie. And it was just the best day of my life. I, (laughs) I, like, fondly have clear memories of that day. Um, Dude, I was, there was a, (laughs) I don't
1: know that, like, all the high schools did it or whatever. But, like, so we have, like, intermediate school here where we live. It's really weird. It's, like.
0: Sixth and seventh grade. Yeah, so, yeah.
1: like, elementary goes one, like, kindergarten to f- K through five, and then it goes six seventh is intermediate school, and then eight, nine is middle school, and then 10 through 12 is high school. It's really weird. But in the intermediate school, it was, like, pretty brand spanking new, and they had, like, the deli line is what they called it. I still, to this day, have no idea why was it's this called at, the deli line. Was this at Dixie? No, no, no. Toniquent.
0: Oh, oh, intermediate. six and seventh. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So...
1: They had like the best treats ever, and it was like, it was just at, like at, it was after lunch every day, and it wasn't like vending machine like it was like, gas station like, ice cream candy bars like you know the ice cream filled like Snickers bars and like the cookie sandwiches that have it's like two chocolate chips yeah yeah, yeah oh they're money. with ice cream in the middle so it good. was good stuff man and. That was probably, like, if I ever had money for that, it was like, oh, I felt like a king. <laughs> um, I felt like a king.
0: I, I had a similar thing at my in my uh, sixth and seventh grade. Um, I'll share this super fast, and then you should jump into a story because we've spent 15 minutes. Real quick, Alex, you found the Lightning McQueen of hoodie kids. Leave him alone. He'll kill you if you if you try to catch him. <laughs> uh, uh, that really is it, dude. Like, he's like, too powerful. Everyone has he's him. Too he's top dog. He's the fat. He's the king of hoodie children. I I wouldn't mess with him. I bet he's like dope, you dope.
1: wonder where those kids go after school. <laughs> I have and no idea. Now you kind of know.
0: <laughs> they they just zoom. They run like, like, They're just like the that's speedsters. just one stop
1: for They're... the night is the theater auditorium he's got play he's got other places we're,
0: we're gonna make a phantasmagoria uh superhero cinematic universe of people with paranormal powers and the the hoodie kids are gonna be the speedsters Dude,
1: that would that's a great <laughs> idea
0: um but what I, what I wanted to say really really fast was our deli line i have to share this because you resurfaced a memory from Ancient times that I haven't thought, and I'm mad, <laughs> and I have to tell you. I, there was a kid I knew who, in like sixth, seventh grade, who we had, we had big sticks of Mambas at our deli line. Oh, Like heck you could yeah. buy. Ma- and Mambas are great. I love Mambas. And they were like currency because they only had so many and everyone wanted them, right?
1: Quick um, side note I'm uh-huh. just going to ask the audience Mambas or Starburst?
0: Mambas. Or Haichu. Um, Throw Haichu in there. Ooh. A, a trifecta.
1: <laughs> yep. I want to hear the answers. Go ahead.
0: Um literally I'll take a poll. Message me on message me on Tumblr and stuff. I'll uh, I'll I'll tally it up and you guys I'll I'll let you know next week. Um but uh he would buy 6 sticks of Mamba, which is like a good portion of the Mamba available, right? <laughs> he would put them in between his fingers like Wolverine claws. And like again, no bolt, no judging here, but like Do what you want, enjoy your life, but he would run around, like, pretending to be Wolverine with these six Mamba Sticks, and that's good and fine, but then he threw them away. He He wouldn't give them to anyone, and he bought them every day.
1: I don't know i'm no. dead
0: serious kevin kevin listen
1: buddy we we've <laughs> told some not- pretty <laughs> pretty questionable <laughs> stories on this podcast that's the most I'm questionable thus far dead
0: serious i don't what remember his of- name but i remember his face just so clearly and being just red hot angry at him every day because there were you days know, i straight forget up forget what i said, said about Mamba.
1: forget what i said about no bullying i'm bullying this kid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not for his Wolverine tendencies, How dare you? but for wasting Mambas and refusing to give them to anyone. He's like, well, I'm yeah. done with these. Popped up. I know kids took them out of the trash because they were just on the top. But he's like, I won't give them <laughs> Dude, to you. I would be that kid so fast. I that's like, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, that's such a power move. Such a, You Ooh. know what? Lay at my feet. Dig my scraps out of the trash. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a dominance move. I love it.
1: Okay, so... I I have this uh, it's not even a... well, I guess it's kind of a story, but mm-hmm. it's more of just like a question. It's uh it's from Karen M2S. I, I don't I don't know. Uh the title is Are We Three quote unquote minds in a body? Three? Like like your mind. Yeah. Are we three minds in a body? <laughs> she says, I mean How can we talk to ourselves and also do something else automatically without thinking of that too much? Tonight I have realized that while mind one was speaking to mind two about doing or not doing something, the third mind was doing a repetitive task that didn't require much attention anymore. Maybe mind one and two and two sides of the conscious mind and mind three is just subconscious mind? Mind 1 brought the idea to apply to a particular job. Mind 2 was against the idea, bringing disadvantages. Mind 3 was placing some short audios in homogeneous frames in Audacity, a software. Listening... Plus, listening to music. I think Mind 1 and Mind 2, because I can't think about the job, but I can keep uh, doing my thing in Audacity. What do you think? Uh, post... Uh, well, she says, P.S., or 4 cuz <laughs> what just
0: about no, let's, just, let's just top it off just, cherry on the top of the sundae dude or 4 cuz what about the mind who's observing all this that's the first mind the one at the present job you just said that or or they receiver. just said I should say they I'm not hey everyone I'm not after Kevin on this I'm after the question asker <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: and and what I say to this or 5
0: or maybe even six. Are you saying this, or is the question saying this? No, I, I'm just. Oh, it. I was like, no. But she did way. say four. She I was like a PPS. My fifth mind just <laughs> kicked in and also wants to be accounted for. She's
1: like, are we just made up of an infinite amount of minds? <laughs> it's
0: I, like I don't know about that. I know that this question, if there are three minds, has shut down all three of my minds. They're they're <laughs> they're out of commission. I'm trying to wrap my brain around this.
1: Like, look, I don't want to. I, I mean, I can't speak for for Karen, but we may like. I don't. I know. I know. I definitely know that that's not the case for me. But maybe we have a superhuman on our hands.
0: <laughs> does anyone else like levitate with their second mind? Does that does that <laughs> happen to anyone else?
1: Does anybody like? cook cook ramen with one part of their brain and then telepathically move objects around the house simultaneously when you think
0: when you think warm thoughts do your hands combust am i am i crazy is that is that just me
1: like, i it's just how do people think of things like this
0: i don't know dude it makes me think if they they do have a second like powerful mind i i kind of see where they're coming from a little bit with the whole like the, the, I, I see, I'm translating it to Houston logic as we have our brain that's doing everything, but we have also our subconscious, which is what you and I already know. She just calls it second brain.
1: Yeah, the dude like, it was like the very first comment was just like a major shutdown. He was like, nope. Your mind isn't multiple.
0: <laughs> I was hoping you would end after that. <laughs> that's it. Just, nope. Nope. no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he says that like, he just said that like your mind isn't multiple variants it's just like one state of your consciousness run by the many different parts of your brain so it's like you have one brain but it has different uh different stations (laughs) okay (laughs) i just i just think it's funny like that people are like thinking of stuff like that it's like it, you know what? Mind four, mind four is going to work. The gears are grinding, and mind four becomes a- aware of the other three minds, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, I'm going to read it right now."
0: <laughs> I uh, here, you know what though? I don't think it's that wild. I do know for a fact that this wasn't like this person wasn't laying on bed thinking, and then all of a sudden thought of this it was definitely in like a deep conversation with friends and they were like kind of bouncing off of each other and just getting deeper and deeper and deeper because you do make connections like you and I and, and Sam frankly have, have had conversations where we talk about life and, and things and we get like really deep on stuff and we make start making connections and these and, and things like that. And and at the
1: same time, like more than 50% of those stories, like if somebody like us had heard them would be like, you idiot.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly. the
1: most outrageous thing I've ever heard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't think that this is, I, I think this is more of a, like, hey, everyone, I'm presenting you a train of thought to, to play with, to think about, rather than like, I've made a discovery? Stop the pr- stop the press. Because I, <laughs> I, I have something to tell you.
1: I have to I have to also appreciate the fact that this person is taking the time to actually think.
0: Yeah, because, I agree. You know, it's pretty scarce
1: agree. nowadays. I totally agree. Like I would much rather have you like overthink things that like are pretty basic rather than not think about them at all, at you all. know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I dude, preach. Um I have got a story here from I I it's it's a sent in one. I and it's it's there's not a lot to figure out here. It's it's just really sweet. I it made me happy. Uh Oh, it's from, well that's
1: yeah. It's we from need some of that.
0: Lily the Doro Deer. I, I think I'm saying that right. I hope I'm getting it right. Um, and they say, Whenever I was a bit younger, my mother would tell me of her grandfather, who she loved very much. The day she lost him was the hardest day of her life. However, early in her life, a few years ago, all of a sudden, he would start appearing. At first, it was in little ways, but then it became big. For example, my mother would smell his cologne walking through the hall, and no one in our house had his cologne, and I'm not sure what it was, but she said it was discontinued. Then my mother would be laying in bed, and the covers pulled down all of a sudden, and she would feel a force on her chest as the covers were neatly tucked up onto her. This even happened to people who were house-sitting sit, uh, for us, and they would be very, tucked into bed as well at a very odd occurrence. It's not very consistent, but it does happen. Just, just the friendliest like grandpa ghost I have ever heard of just <laughs> really, okay. really like genuinely warmed me to my core. I was like, wow. What it-
1: House guests have reported kisses on the forehead, <laughs>
0: and, being, and being read stories from a floating book in a rocking chair. <laughs> um, but that what a what a like what a solid guy like genuinely to to have the opportunity to move on be like you know what I'm just gonna I'm just gonna upgrade to butler status and really take care of my family
1: just revolution revolutionizing the paranormal dimension
0: yeah for real he's
1: probably like he's probably like getting bullied for what i, he's doing. I was
0: just gonna say that like there's probably like he's probably like mixing up the ghost agenda he's like you know why don't we why don't we help him out and they're like oh what? <laughs> like we
1: spent have, my whole life doing that.
0: Hey, hey buddy. Hey, Jeffrey. Look at your hands. Can you see through them? Yeah, you're supposed to scare people, bud. You're supposed to use that to haunt. <laughs> you're not <laughs> no no bedtime forehead kisses with that ish going on.
1: You know, see and that's the thing is like he just because you appear to be scary doesn't mean that you need to be scary. That's pretty uh, like wait, what's did we get a name for this gentleman?
0: Uh we didn't. I just Just gran- grandpa? Yeah, grandpa. I love the Gramps? idea that his name is just grandpa. That, I, it warms my heart. I
1: appreciate I appreciate this man even more so because he's just really nailing the point of of the the podcast. Yes? It's like here here i am uh not everything's terrible
0: yeah i i i think we i think it was last episode we touched on this but i'm i am ready to make a full campaign not all ghosts are scary like so
1: check this out we need to check this out i'm going to introduce you to the idea of the opposite of a seance wait 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 no that's wrong (laughs) of of a oh my gosh what is the word i'm looking for it's like like when you evict a, a ghost
0: oh uh, oh my gosh as you said that i immediately had the word and lost it it starts with an e
1: why are we freaking
0: oh exorcism oh I'm, exorcism. it's right
1: on the tip of my tongue i'm gonna go crazy it's exorcism
0: yes yeah the
1: yeah. opposite of an exorcism <laughs> It's like everybody everybody's hiring people to like take these ghosts out of their house and like now I'm not talking about like going and buying a Ouija board and summoning you know the the, the thing we're trying to get out but we go and hire somebody to like summon us a friendly ghost cuz clearly they're out there and it's like hey I want somebody to come Help around the house.
0: <laughs> I still don't recommend I Ouija can't boards. See. I feel the need to put that out into the into the air. They have a bad track record, and I, as much as you want to get greedy, that's like as it's like a genie wish. It's like, oh, I'm gonna ask for a nice ghost to help with cleaning around the house. That is 100% the premise of getting the most evil haunted ghost in your house of like a horror. Like, like if I was watching a movie and these greedy fetchers were like let's just let's just enslave a ghost to do our chores <laughs> that is the the first like you know they're going to get the worst ghost cuz that's how ghosts work
1: oh yeah wait so do you know much about genies cuz i i'll admit that i don't
0: uh, like what the heck rub are the they lamp and they they're magical creatures you know what mm. Put a pin in this. Someone remind me. I'm going to do a genie episode. Because,
1: I... like, are they ghosts? Or no, are they it's not just... a
0: ghost. Oh, is it a spirit?
1: That's what I'm saying, dude. Because because if they are, then it's like, well, Gramps is...
0: A genie? Gramps is a genie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a good ghost. A genie? Um, oh, well, Gramp think about it. I'm thinking it through now in Aladdin, which is, I mean... If we have if we have a textbook instruction on what genies are like, I mean that's probably the first go to. Uh his whole thing is that he he's a nice genie but he wants to be free, just like ghosts. They want to be set free and move on. Ooh. Like he yeah, frees him at the end,
1: right? And and the lamps are just omens. You know, cuz every ghost has like an object they're like bound or attached to, don't they? Some kind of... It's know, usually a, a reason,
0: I guess, but sometimes it's a, a... Yeah, I think it's like a... It's so inconsistent. I don't know the ghost rules, but I'm sure... Th- th- things are tied to things... I don't know, man. I I am not a big enough expert to, to do it, but then again, if anyone claimed to be an expert, I'd be like, okay, but th- then what about the ones who are tied to books? If you said they were tied to a reason, like... I don't, <laughs> I don't know.
1: So that's uh that's where we're at so far like genies are friendly ghosts change my mind i
0: mean in like all like actual arabian lore if you look up anything genies are most of the time tools man they 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 f with you
1: oh maybe you're right
0: they they are like oh you want to be rich and then they turn you to gold it's like you know what i mean like yeah yeah they do things like like that
1: you could sell all of you could sell this ten million pounds of coffee beans and then like you die.
0: It, yeah. It, from a it's, coffee
1: bean avalanche.
0: Exactly. It, it's <laughs> it's there's just I I don't I Aladdin has has tricked me because I I don't know what to believe with genies anymore because yeah, I, I want some... to believe that Robin Re- Williams is my personal friend that would help me and grant me magical wishes also i'm eighth, gonna i'm nope,
1: gonna take a look at that later
0: real, on real quick in that movie they make pretty exclusive he's like you get three wishes but then like the scene calls for magic needed and the genie uses magic to help aladdin and it doesn't count as a wish and that has always like blown my mind like <laughs> like why doesn't that count as a wish you have this you basically get this magical companion who says, "I'm going to use magic for you three times," and then he uses it a lot more than three times for his benefit.
1: Boom! Genie doing favors. I, Friendly ghost. G-
0: Robin Williams is a genie, and Robin Williams is a <laughs> saint. So I don't. I don't even know. Uh, um, give me a new story. I hate to
1: be. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I have a, a scary story. I love to tell. it. Um, but it's also a little humorous because I. There's just a few loopholes in this story, which is why it caught my eye. Because it's kind of basic, but if you, if you really dissect it, mm-hmm. it's, it's good for conversation. It was sent in by J. Muth too. Uh, he the says second. it's the most... Okay. <laughs> the scariest encounter I've ever had in my own bedroom. Only in uh, my own
0: bedroom. <laughs> Don't even get me started on the kitchen. But uh, that's a whole other, whole another. Honestly, scan of that's words. like
1: what he alludes to at the end of this. At the end of this <laughs> I love it. He says, uh, "I was laying in my room trying to fall asleep. I left the main, I left the main room light on and the door closed because of the, because of, of course, creepy stuff happened in my room before, and I didn't want to be in the dark." I was staring at the wall to my right, hoping to get tired. Then I hear the door open and someone flicked the light switch that was near the door so I rolled over, expecting to see my dad and to be yelled at for wasting electricity and how much it cost for the bills.
0: What kind of Ouch. Nazi dad do you have? <laughs> <laughs> what? That's scary. a wild thing to expect. Scary
1: situation one way or another.
0: Yeah, for real. Like, like literally, like the, the fact that, that like, that's what he was expecting means that this has happened on multiple occasions.
1: <laughs> and that's what he's referring to when he talks about the scary things happening.
0: This is the dad family. who, like, Tells his kids not to flush so he can make sure they only used one square of toilet paper per trip to the bathroom.
1: (laughs) Well, anyway, I'm not going to tell anybody how to parent, but uh, he says, As I rolled over, I said, Dad, why did you dot dot dot? At that point, I could see it was not him (laughs) and a kind of like mist or shadowy figure's head peeking in my room. At that point, I was in fight or flight mode, and the figure opened the door completely now and stepped in the room. My mom and sister heard me talking about my dad and said he left an hour ago uh, to do deer hides. Only people that live in the house uh, were me, my parents, and my sister. I've realized I was trapped because it was in front of the only way to get out of my room. (laughs) This is the best part. I continued talking to my mom downstairs, saying that my light went out, trying not to sound scared because if I was going to die, I didn't want to drag them along with me. (laughs) What a hero.
0: Literally, I was about to, like, get after him, but if this is true, what a baller move. What
1: a hero. Like, forget the, um, mom... (laughs) I don't even know where I would start. There is a shadow, like it's it's not like a question, like it's standing in my room, right in front of my face. <laughs> I need help, SOS, 911. Um. Anyway, he says, as I was talking, the shadowy mist approached me slowly. He's still keeping his composure. It was short, and my my uh, five drawer my five drawer dresser was almost as tall, but it was about two inches taller. Although it seemed to be floating, as it got closer, it was more difficult to tell the shape of the figure, and was more like a blob. There was a tiny hint of red or pink where the face would be. As it slowly got closer to me, I remembered I had my Kindle Fire next to me on the bed. If
0: it's if it's a blob, why would you know where the face would be?
1: Yeah, I I, I don't know. See loophole. Uh, So I grabbed it and turned it on. It took a while and I remembered thinking to myself, come on, load, I'm going (laughs) to die.
0: Kindle, my Game of Thrones novel needs to pop up right now. (laughs) When it turned on and I shined it.
1: Jon Snow, hurry! (laughs) On the blob, it disappeared. I have not had a more serious encounter than that. I can't explain it. I got up and flipped the switch and it turned on the on so the light didn't burn out. I could not have dreamed it up because my mom and my sister were t- talking to me unknowingly well, while it was going on. So I could not have dreamed it. I have other scary stories since I don't know why. Uh oh. I have had I have other scary stories since I don't know why. But the paranormal seems to be attracted to me. If you would like to hear more stories, just tell me.
0: Yes. Wait, what was his name? Did you say?
1: Uh, Jay Muth,
0: too. Jay Muth. Jay Muth, I want to hear more scary stories. That's what
1: I'm saying. And he's like, if you would like to hear more story, scary stories, at a small cost of three ninety nine, <laughs> I, I can send one in, in an email.
0: I'll say this. The scariest part of this story is when the monster peeks behind the door. Because that there is something about peeking that is... Infinite, like, if I was to walk out into a room and see a monster or something peeking through a window, that is infinitely more scary than, like, the window being open and it just standing there.
1: See, I, I don't know about that.
0: Oh, for me, absolutely. I, I Did you watch It at all? Uh, no. The new trailer for It 2 dropped, and I'm not going to do a spoiler warning for a trailer. If you want to see it, you can Google it at literally any given moment. But uh, <laughs> there's a point where this the It monster is disguised as this old woman. And she's like giving a tour to one of the old characters now, all grown up in her old house. And then she's like, Oh, I'm gonna go get some cookies. I'll be right back. And she's like, Okay. And then she like stands up and looks at the picture frames on the wall. And then you see the old woman in like the dark archway that leads into the kitchen like poke her head out and like look at her and then like slowly go back in. And I was just like, No, no, I don't want it. <laughs> I, I hate that.
1: I, oh, you I know, it's, it. I'm not gonna say it's not creepy. Right. I think I might need a pull on that as well, though. Like, <laughs> if you're going to be haunted, if something's after you, and it's, like, it's it, it makes its move, like, do you... Would you rather have it... Would you rather just see, like, you know, like a pair of eyes or something, or just, like, just a head poking around the corner? Or... Like, would it be scarier if it was just like full body, just standing there?
0: See, because it depends on the I don't, monster. I don't like the stand. It really depends on the monster. If it's humanoid, the stand might actually be creepier for me. I I don't know. I, it's all bad. It's all. It might. It time. might depend
1: on like what is on the other end of this peaking of this peeking thing. Like, if if I see like some creepy face staring at me around the corner, and it comes out, and it's Three feet tall, I'm gonna be like, what?
0: Yeah. No, I'm gonna punt this ghost <laughs> like a football. <laughs> yeah,
1: get the heck out of here. This no but like, ghost. it it like stands up and it's like nine feet tall, like crouching under my ceiling. I'd be like, well, this uh, that I wasn't expecting that, and I consider me scared.
0: <laughs> um, I I hate to cut this short, I really do, but I have. I have a monster dojo. I almost wish we had like a, like a theme to introduce a monster dojo uh, without like the races like dun 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 dun. dun, 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 dun. <laughs> like I just I've been tempted Some to do that jingle. every time. Like it pops in my head and I'm like, I just don't think that's appropriate. For me. I don't think that's okay. Um. So real quick, a little mini thing from a last episode when I talked about vampires. There was a little sub bit I missed that I just I have to share with you guys really fast. Um, apparently, there is a spell to become a vampire, and I would like to give you those instructions in case any of you are curious on (laughs) that procedure. Uh, so, he begins by saying, Sensei Spooky begins by saying, it's not really a spell, it's more of a poem. Uh... It appears to be a prayer to Selene, asking for her specific assistance in becoming a vampire. It's not exactly a, quote, spell, but it is a request to the vampire mother to send one of her, quote, children to the reader of this poem in order to be turned into a vampire. This makes much more sense than any magical spell, and could possibly be one of the only ways to attract vampires to oneself.
1: I'm sorry, this this vampire mother has a name?
0: Her Selene, Yeah. I'm sure. Actually, he has he's done his research. I haven't really dived into the lore, but he has a story about the original vampire mother, and I I need to read it honestly because this I don't know if he made it all up or if he's getting this information <laughs> from somewhere. I'm assuming the former, but it's it, it'd be an interesting read nonetheless. Uh, the poem itself is in Latin with a translation into English following. If anyone was going. We're going to use this as a sort of spell to become a vampire. It would best be read aloud in Latin version, I would think. Use at your own risk. So I'm not gonna read the Latin version because it would be nonsense and wouldn't make any sense.
1: And you'd probably be a vampire. And I'd probably be a vampire.
0: Probably. I mean, the English one might work. I think we're about to find out. Uh, Oh, goddess of the darkness, mother to the immortal, let me be reborn as your child. Let your light absorb my own. Which I think it's pretentious to say that the vampire has light to absorb you with because i think that's the opposite of the whole point (laughs) Uh, didn't
1: we just call her the goddess of darkness
0: yeah it it would make way more sense if it said let your darkness absorb my light would make much more sense
1: yeah this is flawed this is nope
0: (laughs) (laughs) allow me passage to the darkness as from your immortal womb into the arms of your children to whom i call brother which is i mean just leaving out the girl vampire's uh, oh moonlight let me be reborn as your child guide me guide the dark ones to me so i shall be born again oh wait wait now i'm a vampire Fa <laughs> <laughs> i i like i my skin is pale <laughs> my,
1: spoiler alert my nails are long, in
0: black and i'm wearing a hot topic t-shirt i don't know how that happened <laughs> I, <laughs> that's wild anyway uh, real monster dojo, uh, evil spirits 101. So, this is a pretty general one on just kind of how to keep them all at bay. Um, as you may have noticed from demonic stories, demons don't get to wander free at full force in our world. If they did, they would have destroyed and corrupted everything by now. Instead, they ha- only have temporary power that can be used here, unless they find a way to gather more. Think of it like swimming we can dive down into the water and hold it- our breath for some time. While we're there, we can make a mess of things, or simply see what's going on. After uh, make a uh, one, I didn't notice this the first time. I don't know what he's referencing and make a mess of things. I have no idea what you can (laughs) dive underwater and make a mess of.
1: You know,
0: Uh, of things, just just messing (laughs) around. Uh, After a short while, though, we run out of oxygen and need to come back to quote our world on the surface. This appears to be the same with demons. They can quote hold their breath and come into our world for a time, but they can't stay for too long. So what is this, quote, oxygen that demons need to stay longer? Uh, The answer is energy. Spiritual energy is by far the strongest, though spirits have been known to drain batteries, heat, and light, among other sources. Energy is energy, in a sense, okay, but comparing (laughs) spiritual energy to electricity is like comparing a nuclear reactor to a car battery. Both can power a light bulb with ease, but they're not in the same ballpark in terms of strength and range. You know when you, uh... <laughs> you know when your light goes out and you think, I could replace the battery. Or, I could say Let a quick prayer to my light bulb. Let me just go purchase
1: a nuclear reactor.
0: I could say a literal prayer to my light bulb with my spiritual energy and bring light back into my <laughs> into my room. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because spiritual energy is, is the strongest of the energies.
0: Both can power a light bulb with ease. Both.
1: <laughs>
0: this guy...
1: Uh, <laughs> sensei spooky dude
0: he either he just, has some powers that he assumes the rest of us have or he is just on one
1: every time I think there's no way that this guy can obtain can harness more knowledge than this he just goes ahead and proves me wrong
0: he knows it man he he is he knows the way of the spook he knows it uh we largely ignore these types of personal or spiritual energies because they can't be measured very well on a scientific scale accurate uh all that means is that we don't have the technology or understanding needed to measure them not that they don't exist if you don't believe me try getting a dog to listen to you smart dog owners know that you don't have to say a word you just have to change your energy and the dog will pick up on it much better than if you are yelling commands what (laughs) Which I think okay, to be fair, to be fair, to a degree that is true. but there is no there is no guard dog, no police German shepherd that's gonna be hunting you down and you're gonna be like, you know what? I'm gonna let this dog into my heart. I'm going to send love and it's not gonna tame. <laughs> it's, a, it's a wild this is a wild that's not only is that a wild thing he has said, but the two things aren't correlated at all. They're not, some, they're, some not they're not. Re-
1: some fugitive just, like, turns around and starts meditating for his life as he's like, being chased by these guard dogs, <laughs> and they just, like, stop.
0: They start hovering around
1: him, and their eyes glow. <laughs> <laughs> they turn and just start attacking all the cops. He becomes the dog master I, in a matter well, of moments.
0: Well, hey, Daniel in the lion's den. Did he use his good vibes to make the lions not bite his head off? Aha. Uh-huh. Ah, Sensei Spooky was maybe Daniel the whole he time has, he has a <laughs> biblical
1: backup <laughs>
0: to this one. but it's just wild to me because he compares us measuring spiritual energy the same way we measure scientific energy and then to to, to bring his point home he's like we can't really do it because we don't have the tech for it which is like sure i mean i don't know if i believe that but like i get that that thought i understand that so let me drive it home for you you know how like dogs sometimes don't listen You've lost me You've (laughs) lost me spooky Hold the
1: (laughs) frick on (laughs)
0: They're just not correlated They're
1: not correlated Dude one day we're gonna just realize that
0: He's right about everything He's right about
1: everything (laughs) Um, And then he's gonna be like I tried with all of my might To advertise (laughs) Godsandmonsters.com And prepare the world For the monster apocalypse But nope you guys didn't believe me
0: uh we're running out of time let me let me wrap it up real fast uh the key to keeping demons from affecting you is how to, is to learn how to control your energy evil spirits need negative energy while positive spirits need positive energy it's just like a battery it doesn't work backwards by starving a demon of negative energy you are effectively suffocating it from this world just like a diver with no oxygen which in a sense i think is a fair observation I think that's that, that, straight
1: that, facts right there
0: yeah he just I just
1: said some real shiz.
0: And whatever you believe, you can translate that totally into, if you want more negativity in the world, keep being negative. If you, if you keep being positive and having positive energy, even though things are shiz, that's not an excuse to be negative and upset, I think. I think. I think everyone has the ability to be happy, even though it's way harder for some people, and I get that, and it's justified, but nonetheless.
1: What a truth bomb.
0: More, the more positive energy, the better. No negative energy helps in any situation. But uh, no matter what techniques you use to do this, the key is to remember that removing negative energy is the engine of what makes that work. So I think it's only fair that I help you guys. I, I bring to you his tactics for, for doing that.
1: He's which... like, one, kill
0: yourself. <laughs> Sensei, no. <laughs> He's like, I have not taken this step yet (laughs) i'm working on
1: it (laughs) he's like i haven't tested this but
0: (laughs) i assume uh so he says controlling your personal spiritual energy is actually pretty simple as yogis and zen masters can tell you it takes a lot of practice to get really good at it but what doesn't yogis i don't know if a yogi i genuinely don't know if a yogi is the term like, the, 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 the grammar term used for someone who does yoga. I don't... I'm not sure.
1: No that's the way. the only
0: thing I can think of. There's a Zen no master way that and a yogi? that
1: is true, and this is the first time I'm hearing about it.
0: <laughs> I don't know. My only other... The only... I have no reference. There's nothing I have reference to with that word other than uh, yoga instructors and yogi bear. So...
1: Well, you, okay, but you don't forget that you're dealing with someone much more learned. <laughs> As Yogi than...
0: Bear and his family of bears can tell you, it takes a lot of practice to get really <laughs> good at controlling your spiritual energy. <laughs> uh No matter how good or bad you are at controlling your energy, you can always get better. So (laughs) I'm sorry. I just, I'm just imagining Yogi Bear as like a Zen master now teaching the other woodland creatures, but I, I'm going to keep going. (laughs) I'm going to try and fight through it. (laughs) Uh, You can always get better. So there is absolutely no reason not to start practicing this today, especially if you are concerned with evil presences around you. And I would add Houston, especially like, like first and foremost, if there are evil spirits around you, you need to be looking into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, being aware of these irrational thoughts and fears is the first and most crucial step to getting rid of them they can be replaced with positive thoughts and responses just by quote rewiring your logic and connecting the simulating events with either positive or neutral responses it's surprisingly simple yet far too often ignored which i would argue actually as i'm i didn't realize it the first time i read it it's almost what we're kind of doing with this podcast
1: redirection
0: yeah, like I like ninety nine percent of the stories we read, we've turned into a positive or neutral response. So I don't. So how's think... that? Sensei? Yeah, it, yeah. We, are we are we his disciples now? I feel like <laughs> <laughs> by default. Um, his
1: freaking padawans. His the grasshoppers. Spooky.
0: Uh, so last thing. So back to demons. Demons feed off the negative energy. So if you get rid of the negative energy, the demon has less power, less time on our plane, and thus less effect on the people and things that exist in our plane. Understanding this, excuse me, is vital to keeping evil away. Energy attracts like energy. So if you are only putting out positive vibrations, you will not only be attracting, attracting positive vibrations, but you'll also be repelling negative ones. Which I think is just profound.
1: Yeah, we've already um, heard that truth, Palm.
0: We're out of time. Uh I will just add at the end this is a five step process. We did only get to continue to part 2 controlling your energy. Uh part 3 is titled Don't Fear the Reaper. Um if you guys want it, I will absolutely touch on it next time because I have I have not clicked on it at all. But we don't we simply don't have time to go into it. <laughs> but if you literally message me if you guys want to hear about how not to fear the reaper through controlling your energy. I will absolutely bring that to the table if this was interesting.
1: And eventually we'll probably just have like a like club meetings like in person to go over this stuff.
0: <laughs> Training sessions. We'll, so, we'll look into it. We'll jump on Craigslist, hire the local Zen masters and yogis, and we'll we'll get something together.
1: So if you want to be on that invite list, then then <laughs> let us know.
0: <laughs> hey, quick. I know we're already way over time, but I want to give a quick, quick, quick thank you and shout out to, what were the numbers, Kevin? We gained almost, how many listeners from the last episode? Oh
1: boy, probably like three or four hundred.
0: Like, you guys knocked it out, like we we are just ecstatic that that many of you have jumped on and have continued to listen and enjoyed. Especially for, we only have, like this is going to be our 11th episode, I think. Like, we are so grateful to you guys. And I, I, we haven't actually brought this up in a while, but it, it does wonders. I know a lot of you are from Tumblr. Um, a reblog is just amazing. Letting your friends know, letting your other communities know. Like, if any of you are also on other podcast channels on, like, Discord or things like that. Letting your buddies know. Um, we feel like we have a good thing going here. And we, if we can bring um, more good times to more people... That is absolutely our goal. Like, we we get so much out of just doing that. Um,
1: and for, like, anything, at the very least, you would be doing me, Kevin, <laughs> a personal favor.
0: By putting more common sense and logic into the world. <laughs> <laughs> um and please, if you can, like I, I'm the worst at this, so I can relate. It's like every podcast I've ever listened to is like leave a leave a like, leave a review, leave a rating on on iTunes. And personal sin, hardly ever do it. I almost never do it. If you guys could jump, like if you listening right now, I hey hey, I'm looking at you, Johnson. I'm I'm looking right into your eye. And I, if you go and click it right now, I would just. I would be over the moon because we, as many listeners as we have, we are just lacking in the review department. It is. There's just, it's just a bone dry desert. And again, totally get it, but let's, let's, let's break the chain. And you know what? I'll go, I'll go. I'm, I'm doing it right now. I'm reviewing a podcast right now as we speak.
1: So have at it and we'll catch you guys next time.